You are listening to the Women in Youth Ministry podcast. My name is Heather Lee Kennison, and I am the host of this podcast as well as the founder of Women in Youth Ministry. We are a part of the Youth Cartel Podcast Network, and a link to that network can be found in our description box. You can check out our website, womeninyouthministry.com, to read our blog, follow our social media, and join our Facebook community. Thank you so much for tuning in to celebrate the voices of women. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Women in Youth Ministry podcast. This week, our guest is Jean Lapitan. Jean, introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us who are you, where are you, and tell us something unique about you, totally unrelated to ministry. Hi, um, my name is Jean Lapitan. I am the director of middle school ministry at Trinity Presbyterian Church in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I, so I run the middle school programs, youth groups, Sunday school trips, um, and do relational work as well. And something unique about me is that I'm half Filipino. My dad actually grew up in the Philippines and, um, moved over here to marry my mom when, um, he was like in his thirties or so. So, um, so I'm not like bilingual or anything. I grew up in the United (laughs) States, but it's still, um, it's still fun to, you know, be half Filipino. So. It's awesome. When I was in college, I volunteered at three different churches at the same time because I was like thirsty for ministry. And wow. actually, one of the churches I volunteered in was a Filipino church. Um, oh, it was so cool. It was like one of the coolest experiences. So, okay. Um, how did you get involved in ministry? Uh, maybe include a little bit about your call story um, and what are you doing today? So, um, my call story kind of began when I was going to camp in high school. Uh, I loved camp. I, um, I had just kind of like come off of a season of where I thought I knew exactly what I wanted to do with my life. And then I um, kind of got lost and just didn't really have a clue what I wanted to do. And then while I was at camp, this, um, there was this altar call that wasn't like just a salvation call. It was more of a um, call to um, call to, if you felt like you should be in full-time ministry. And I hadn't ever previously thought about that, but then I just started bawling like for no reason. Like, I'm pretty sure I hadn't been paying attention to the sermon up until then even. Um, and I just started bawling. And so we went off into small groups. I kept crying. Um, nobody really even came to me and was like, Hey, why are you crying or anything? So I just had a lot of solitude to think. And, um, I really felt a pull toward ministry. And then later that summer, I was a camp counselor and, um, during my time as camp counselor, I really felt like this was where my passions, uh, aligned with my, um, skill set. And I was just so passionate about, uh, teaching those students in ways that I felt like I was never taught, um, getting them excited about God and, um, curious about God. And so, yeah, I, um, I decided to go into ministry and I actually, at that point, I lived in such a small town where Mm -hmm. there was no like actual 
jobs for youth ministry. And I had no idea that that was the thing. So I, once I got to college, I, I majored in youth ministry and I don't know what I thought I was doing. I, I guess I just thought that people were going to like sponsor me or I'd like live with the host family my whole life or something like that. But um, I was pleasantly surprised that to learn that sometimes people get paid to do ministry. And so um, I ended up, um, I ended up keeping my major and I, uh, I interned at quite a few churches at a camp and, um, eventually right out of college, I had applied everywhere. I had no, um, no strings attached to any specific location and, um, got a job in Florida at a church at a campus plant. Um, and then later got a job at a, um, church in Tampa, um, and then when that internship kind of came to an end, I found Trinity up in Atlanta. So, and that's where I am now. That's awesome. So you like moved from this like small town church atmosphere to what I'm assuming is probably a pretty big church if you have a multi-staff youth ministry team. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I'm glad that you were able to like follow your call and then, you know, allow it to pay you a little bit too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So this season of the podcast, I'm interviewing youth pastors who are doing something really creative or innovative in their ministries. And I saw Jean post in our Facebook group that she was putting together a mystery trip for her students and something went slightly awry. And I got so interested because I've seen people do mystery trips before, but I have so many curiosities. And I was like, you know, I'm just gonna have Jean on the podcast and let her explain it to us um, because I'm sure that there are other people out there looking for a creative uh, way to do like a summer trip. So I'd love for you to tell us what is the mystery trip and like, how do you do it? So the mystery trip is exactly what it sounds like. It's a mystery all the way up until we get to the place that we are going. Um, uh, We do it for our middle schoolers, which I think is extra fun because um, that whole like middle school, are you there? Are we there yet? Kind of mentality when you're traveling is kind of um, amplified when they don't know where they're going. So um, yeah, we, uh, We tell the students that we're going somewhere fun, but they don't know where it is. They know the dates, they have a price. um, And that's really it. That's all they know. They know, um, they know who the leaders are um, and they know that we're going by a coach bus so that the parents can kind of feel a little bit more at ease um, that there's a professional driver. But Mm -hmm. other than that, um, they just are in the dark about what, um, where we're going. And we even do with the packing list, we have, um, we tell them to pack for like cold weather and for warm weather. So they don't really, um, get any clues from the packing list either. So what time of year do you do this trip during? We do it during president's day weekend. So Mm -hmm. the students have a three-day weekend. Um, so we have a little bit more time. Um, so that was last weekend, right? Yes. And I purposely, I made sure to go on the podcast after the trip so that I wouldn't (laughs) reveal, um, those kids are sneaky. Some of them can figure out, they find, um, they find clues in places that I didn't put clues, you know? Tell us about where you went and about the types of clues that you put out there. So back in 2020, um, I had put out a clue and it was a really good clue. I was very proud of it. I, ran it over with my boss who had made the clues previously. And, um, 
I was really excited about it. And a kid had posted it on Reddit and, and somebody on Reddit figured it out. Reddit? Uh, so this year. Yeah. On Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. He was just like, um, you know, who's smarter than me, random people on the internet. And then he posted the clue and then somebody figured it out. Um, and by, so in 2020, everyone knew by the time, um, we got down there, they had, they had already heard through the grapevine, but so this year I didn't give a clue until we were on the bus. Um, and, and on the bus, I forgot to mention, we take their phones so that they cannot like use Google maps to kind of track where we're going. Amazing. Um, Yes. And it's, it's also a nice excuse to take their phones so that they'll have to interact a little bit more when they're first meeting everybody. So brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, we, um, the mystery has been solved this year. We already went. So we went to Universal and um, we get, got them two day, two park tickets. Um, and we handled food by, they don't have a meal plan at Universal anymore. So we got them gift cards to the park that would cover their food for the four meals. We had them um, bring their own breakfast foods because the hotel that we stayed at did not provide breakfast. Um, and we split up into groups of like three to six with like a leader in each group. And um, we went around the park and had a fun day, met up at nighttime. Um, when we were back at the hotel, they had a little bit of free time and then we would have a meeting. Um, during the day, there were these picture check-ins where we take pictures of the groups and we um, send them in and they are supposed to make them as creative as possible because at the meeting at the end of the night, we will announce the winning groups who have the most creative pictures and those groups will get some candy. Love but yeah, we'll have a little devotional, we'll pray. Um, and then, um, and then at night they um, aren't allowed to leave their rooms or anything. And then we get up the next day, do the same thing. And then on Monday we left. So. Wow. That's really fun. How yeah. long of a trip was it this year? We left on Friday at like 4.30 and then we got back around four on Monday. So cool. yeah, three cool. nights. I meant how long was the drive? Sorry, I wasn't. Oh, clear. how long was the drive? Oh my gosh. It was like it with traffic, it ended up being like eight or nine hours. Oh, wow. So it was very long. We stopped for, um, we stopped a few times for bathroom breaks. We stopped at um, Publix for some box lunches to pick up real fast. I had pre-ordered them and everything. Um, but yeah, it took a really long time. <laughs> they, I swear they like asked what, how long it was going to be. Cause they didn't have their phones. So mm -hmm. every five minutes they thought it had been like 30 minutes and right. they asked again. Yeah. How, what other places have you taken them to on this trip? So we've taken them to Bush gardens before. And then I think th there was a year I've only been at this church for three years. And one of those years was the pandemic year. So we didn't go on a mystery trip that year, but, um, and then we've taken them to Disney in the past too. So yeah. That's really cool. So you always do something a little bit more fun. Yes. Yeah. That's great. I was curious when you were talking about like you take a coach bus, I'm assuming the coach bus takes you everywhere around the destination that you're at. You don't like split off into groups. Yes. Makes sense. How do you get parents to sign off on this trip? Um, because if I'm a parent, I think I'd be freaking out slightly about a mystery trip. Yeah, well, some parents have like questions that are that I can answer without revealing the mystery mm -hmm. trip location. Like one parent was concerned because her son was in a cast and she was mm 
um, asking me, is this something that my son's going to be able to do? And so I could, I was able to answer that question without um, revealing the mystery destination. Um, and then there are other times when parents have a legitimate question that like, I really need to answer, like maybe they were planning on already taking their student the very next week to that same place. And so they'll kind of ask me like a vague question, like, is it going to be around Orlando? And then I'll, <laughs> and I'll let them know um, just so that we don't have any like uh, major hiccups or anything, but, um, but yeah, they've, we've built a lot of rapport because we do this so often. So I think a lot of parents already know that it's like typically an amusement park, you know, they have mm -hmm. that in their head. So, um, and, and they know like who's going and they have the peace of mind that like, um, that they'll have the contact information of like where we're staying and all of that once we leave. So you were telling me a little bit before uh, we started recording that you have like a reveal letter that you give parents like upon leaving. Yeah. Yep. We, um, we detail all of the information for our lodging. We detail like where we're going, all the leaders contact information, any other information about like um, what times of day we'll be like doing certain things. So parents know like, oh, they might be, if they call like uh, Jean might be on a ride. So that might be why she can't answer. Let me call this other leader. So yeah, we give them everything they need to know and it's sealed and they can't open it until we actually leave and the kids won't have their phones. So they won't um, be able to like contact their parent and somehow like figure out, you know, so. That's awesome. And um, do your leaders know in advance? My leaders don't know either. So like so. they get their like map quest or map quest. What decade am I in? <laughs> they get like the address when they leave. Yeah, the leaders. Well, the leaders will. Oh, because um, they're I, also in a coach mystery. bus. Yeah, they're they're on the bus too. They have their phones, but they mm -hmm. um like, but they also don't really know where we're going yet. So that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That is so crazy. I love that. That is fun. Um, what has been your favorite destination you've taken students to? So I've only been to two so far. Mm -hmm. Um, I. I would say that this past one was my favorite one because um, I think Universal is just so like, um, it's so like interesting, even when you're not on the rides. Like, I think they do a really great job of making even the lines kind of fun because they have things to look at and things to, um, things to think about in the line, like in the Harry Potter line, there's like all the goblins that like look really realistic and stuff to take pictures with. And um, yeah, I think, and Universal, I think has a good amount of things to do for those who don't like to ride roller coasters too, which mm -hmm. is really important. So do you ever plan to take your group to like summer cold, like to go skiing or something? I, we, we tend to always go to Florida and I would love to mix it up. My biggest fear is that we've gone to Florida so many times that the parents are going to start like not packing cold cold gear and then we'll get there and nobody will have anything cold so fair fear especially with middles yeah um it's also a little hard because I think amusement parks really are the sweet spot for mm -hmm. a group of like so we this year we had a little smaller group because of COVID but sometimes we get up to like 40 students 40 middle schoolers so if having a large group will be hard in like any context except for an amusement park because we can split off into smaller groups and like, um, 
each leader take one and there's plenty to do. You don't have to like schedule a whole itinerary for the entire day. So it might be hard to do something else, but I would love to try it to throw everyone off. Yeah. And also those students who don't like roller coasters, you know? Sure. Do you have a dream destination of like where you'd love to take since on a mystery trip? Ooh, you know, I don't. Um, I think, I mean, I still haven't gone to Disney yet. So Disney would be amazing. Um, but I also know that like, it's, it'll be president's day weekend. So, Oh wait, you know what? There is this one place in Florida. It, um, it's like this, I don't know how to explain it. This like lodging place that every room is a board game theme and they have like escape rooms and they've got laser mazes. They've got a cool pool. Um, but that place needs to be booked like two years in advance. Wow. Cause it is always so booked and we would need to make sure there's a lot of like, there's a lot more that would need to go into it. And I think maybe after a few years uh, after, um, after I've kind of like got the lay of the land and figured out like our budget is probably going to be this much in two years, you know, but it's hard to plan something two years out when you're not sure what the state of the world will be. You're not sure if you'll be in a pandemic or not, or I think do it, but, but not for two years out for any students who might be listening, creeping on this podcast. (laughs) It will not be in two years. Wink, wink. Yeah. Wink, wink. It's awesome. Well, you know, as we wrap up this podcast episode, we like to ask all of our guests one question. Uh, We are the Women in Youth Ministry podcast, and we do this podcast because we like to get the voices of women out there. Um, The youth ministry world is really saturated with men, and um, we would love to have the voice of women really celebrated and represented. Um, I'm curious if you have anything you'd love to say to the women who are listening to this podcast. Maybe it's a word of encouragement or something you've been thinking about or praying about lately. I think that my biggest thing is like that I have struggled with is um, having grace for myself when I don't do something exactly perfect. I think a lot of times, especially with like a male dominated industry, like we feel like we have to do things perfectly all the time in order to hold our own. Um, but I think that that's like, just not true. Like we're allowed to make mistakes, trial and error. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's totally okay to like admit that you've made a mistake and just like, just move on and not have to worry that like, um, about like not have to question your call every time or, um, not have to feel like insecure from those little mistakes, you know? That's so true. That's really, really true. Um, honestly, I need to hear that. So thank you for that. How can people find you online uh, to be your friend, ask questions or follow the work that you're doing? So our, our youth ministry page is Trinity Youth ATL um, for Instagram. Um, and then I am on Instagram as Salty Jeans. <laughs> uh, so what's the name behind that? That, well, it's honestly like there is no story behind it. It's just, I liked the word that's back when everyone was using like the word salty and, (laughs) um, and I thought that was a fun word. So I used that. And then some of my students back at my first church out of college gave me the nickname jeans. So they just added an S and I was like, I love it. It's very minimalist, very me. So I, um, incorporated that into my Instagram username. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you for being on and sharing about this mystery trip. I'm definitely, I'm definitely intrigued. I'm curious. We have a ski trip that I don't like super love because I think a lot (laughs) of our students go skiing. So I'm going to be thinking about this. Maybe this is something that I do in the future even. Mm, Yes, definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on and thanks everybody for listening. We will see you next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to rate us five stars and follow us on Insta or Twitter at Women in YM. If you are a woman, we'd love to have you in our Facebook community. Go to womeninyouthministry.com to learn more. To listen to more podcasts from the Youth Cartel Podcast Network, go to the youthcartel.com slash podcast dash network.